Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. Hey, it's Mastin Kip, and this episode of the Power and Purpose Podcast is brought to you by my own event, Claim Your Power Live, which is coming up July 12th to 15th. And uh, Claim Your Power Live, if you're not familiar with it, you can check it out at claimyourpowerlive.com. And really, this is a four-day immersion. It's not really just an educational seminar. It's really a trauma-hacking immersion. And if you want to go to the next level in your performance, if you want to take you know, the things that are blocking you and really go to the next level get beyond them, to go beyond just reading about stuff or wishing about stuff or talking about stuff, but really implementing it, getting the results, having the experience, meeting a soul tribe of people in an environment of transformation, of possibility, of excitement. That's what Claim Your Power Live is all about. It's a four-day immersion experience. This year, it's going to be in Orlando, Florida. Super stoked. We're going to be at the Hilton Orlando. They have a lazy river. They have a big pool. They have awesome rooms. I was just down there a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it's really an amazing spot. So Claim Your Power Live is coming up July 12th to 15th, claimyourpowerlive.com. All right, let's get on with the Power Purpose Podcast today. Enjoy. So the only difference between folks who are thriving financially, spiritually, romantically, and their health, and those who are stuck, stagnated, and missing out is a what? What do you guys think? Hopefully by now you figured it out. We're still confused. Purpose. Purpose is the one thing that changes everything. It's the one thing that changes everything. The love of my life came because of this. This is what brings love and romance. Jenna would not be in my life today without this. And here's the thing. If you don't have purpose, what's your relationship really like? Sucks. Absolutely. Why? Why does it suck? Because you're looking at the other person to be your fucking purpose. That's called insane. Because you're looking at them through the lens of extraction rather than giving. And so purpose is all just like, good one, Mastin, preach. Amen. I love that shit. <laughs> Complete non sequitur. There's a uh, pastor named John Gray, Reverend John Gray from uh, Texas. He speaks at Joel Osteen's church. I love that guy. If I, if I had him as a pastor growing up, I probably would still be in the church for sure, 100%. But he's also he's like, can I get an amen? It's like, I'm like, I just love that stuff. It's so good. Purpose is the name of the game because purpose turns you into someone who contributes versus someone who consumes. That's the name of the game. And it's the one thing that changes everything. And it's so much more than the law of attraction. That's a law, but there's other laws, like the law of survival patterns. <laughs> you can attract in all kinds of stuff and not choose it. <laughs> right? And so the idea is, is that when you find your purpose, that's step one. They talk about there's two days in your life that are most important. What's the first one? The second one is what? Bullshit. People find out why all the fucking time. They don't do anything about it. It's when you actually bring it to life. Knowing it 
That's like saying the two most important meals of the day are the one that you plan and the one that you plan to plan. Like, how about the one that you eat, <laughs> right? So there's a truth in that you have to discover your purpose, and that's important, but it creates a level of bipolar schizophrenia if you know what it is and you don't live it. And a lot of times, you know, especially if you're step thinking about starting a business or stepping away from your financial certainty and it is something that you're generating, like, you can have ups and downs. <laughs> Anyone have ups and downs? That's normal, okay? Ups and downs are normal, and you're not bipolar, maybe you're a fucking entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, like, Let's talk about like mental health for a second, okay? Now, I'm not a mental health professional, I'm a college dropout, caveat, but I do do research, and I've probably read some shit that your doctors haven't read, and they might disagree with me, and your job is to figure out who you want to believe, this is second opinion, okay? But no pill can cure ADD in and of itself if you're doing things that you're not interested in. Because <laughs> it's not ADD, you're just called bored, <laughs> right? So like when I when I'm here with you, do you think am I having a hard time staying focused? No, not at all. Why? Like, I love that because I'm spiritual. No, because I love this shit. <laughs> I love this shit. When you're engaged in the things that you love, it brings forward energy and it helps restore your systems to balance. So if you're going to go get a diagnosis, cool, but ask some other questions. Are you doing courageous action every day? Is it imperfect? Are you letting yourself do that? Are you doing what you love? Are you in a relationship that's toxic or healthy? Are you generating or consuming? Do you think your power is external or internal? These things have a direct effect on the biochemistry of the body in an even more significant way in many times than pills. Because, I mean, it's sort of a crisis today that we tend to seem to be numbing what's a lack of purpose with pills that are supposed to give us purpose. Now, I'm not against pills. I'm on medication, but medication because it's energy. It's no different than having coconut oil. I'm not like, coconut oil is going to make me happy all day. Coconut oil is what? It's just fuel. Anything that you consume is fuel. What you have to be focused on is this. So that means there's one question that's the most important question. What do you think it is? That's right. What is my life's purpose? That's probably why you're here. And if you're here and you know what it is, cool. If you don't know what it is, cool. If you don't believe you have one, that's okay. If you had one and then you lost it, or if you know what it is and you've made progress on it, but you're not really where you want to be, that's all cool too. Are, does anyone fit in any of those categories? Let me see if I show hands. Okay. <laughs> You're in the right room, all right? Because when we ask questions like that, there's follow-up survival pattern questions, right? Like, for example, how do I discover it? Where the fuck is it in Bali? Where the fuck is it? Is it in the moon? I was asked that question with like, I love like uh, Esther Hicks. I'm like, where the fuck is the vortex? I want to go there. <laughs> right? I love that stuff. I, have, I, I hope you guys know that like whenever I say stuff like that, I'm not making fun of everybody. I'm making fun of like the whole sort of since yeah, the, the level of like, oh my God, I have to find it. It's so fucking important. Like that sort of like that really, and, and how should I put it? Like we take it so fucking seriously, right? So I'm trying to hopefully loosen some of the rules that we have around what we thought we had to be in order to live this type of a life. So I hope you're picking that up for me because right? everybody I'm talking about is a friend and peer and I would hope they do the same shit about me. Oh, it was messy again. Talking about fucking survival patterns, right? Like I would love that shit. It's playful, okay? Then we ask questions like, you know what? Are you really sure I have one? I don't know if I have one. And the question, asking that question is normal because if you've never lived it before, would you think you had one? 
If you've never experienced it, would you doubt that you had one? Why? You've never experienced it before, so of course you'd ask that question. That's cool, right? You can also say, I think I found it, but then I lost it. This is when it's like, you know what, I was in a job, I lost a job, or God forbid, a child. And what happens is, if you thought you had your purpose, and you, then you think you lost it, that's when you get down the, like, sort of the uh, rabbit hole of like, suicidal thoughts. When I lost my job in the music business, I thought my purpose was over. There's the very different sort of meaning from this is a job that I've lost, to the, I've lost my purpose. If I've lost my purpose, it means I have no usefulness here. If I have no usefulness here, all I experience is pain. Who falls? Does that make sense? So the good news is nothing that you do out there is your purpose. That's a good, that's a good news. If you're, if you're wondering like, what do I mean? I'll share, just keep listening. Okay. So, and then also, can I support myself financially if I live my purpose? Because 10, the, the sort of modern thinking is, and it's still here, which blows my mind, contrary to all the data that's out there, I got to get a job. I got to be in that job for the rest of my fucking life and have certainty. Those days are fucking over. The old American dream was get one job at one company for the rest of my life and have 100% certainty. That, by the way, that's called boring. Because what human beings used to do primarily was essentially do task-based jobs. Right? File this paperwork, do this fucking report, file a TPS report, burn the building down, whatever. Right? <laughs> I had my stapler, right? Like all that stuff, right? <laughs> if you know what that is, you know, and if you don't know, it's called office space, right? And so when you think about like, who here has ever had the experience of being in a soul sucking job? Let me see if I show hands. Okay? So that, that's real big, important information because it means that that's not really your thing. There's a thing out there for you, that's just not it. And so it's normal to think, can I support myself financially? And if you're thinking that you have to be in a job to support yourself financially, you're not up with the times. What you need to support yourself financially is what? Well, yes, but on a practical level, I need income. Income. Now, how could you get income? Just a job? Is a job the only place to get income? Almost any other source, asking for help, adding value in some way, getting out there and figuring out what you can bring forward. Because if you figure out like what you love to do, and then you also figure out what problem do I love to solve, that's how you find abundance, right? And so what's the price tag of your purpose right now? $100,000 a year and a 401k? 200000 4000 50000 20000 like, what's your price tag right now? Because we all have one. Carolyn Mace has an archetype she talks about called the prostitute. And it's not like a prostitute like a prostitute. It's like an archetypal energy. What's an archetypal energy? Like, if I said Wicked Witch, what comes to mind? What color? What color is the hat? What's her nose like? All I said was Wicked Witch, right? If I said Mentor, what comes to mind? Oh. <laughs> I was thinking like, for me, it's Yoda or Obi-Wan. But there's usually like a, sort of like a person with a beard, right? It's kind of archetypal in nature. Who follows? That makes sense, right? So, say what? Dumbledore. Dumbledore, exactly, right? Dumbledore, Obi-Wan, Kenobi, whatever, right? It's archetypal. <laughs> now, I'm gonna non sequitur for one second. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, so mentor is known archetypally as typically a white man with a beard, right? We kind of see this out there. That seems familiar, right? Hello? Okay. Did you know that a mentor in the original sense 
is not masculine? I'm telling you, the feminine has been fucking suppressed. You guys got to do your fucking research in history, okay? If you go back to the Iliad and the Odyssey, the old, like, one of the most original stories, the hero was going to go on the journey to save his father, and he was wondering, should I do it or should I not do it? And the, there was literally a guy on the council named Mentor, and Mentor came to the hero and convinced the hero to go. And that's where the idea of Mentor came from. Literally, it was a person, right? But what they don't tell you was, is that Athena disguised herself as mentor and got him going on the journey. It's a feminine principle, right? If you look at, for example, in Genesis, who was the energy that got the whole story going? People get pissed at Eve. If Eve didn't take the apple, it'd be boring as fuck. (laughs) Right? So there's something about that feminine principle that says, go. And that's intuition. That's the heart. It's not masculine. Masculine says, here's the structure. Feminine, the feminine essence says, say yes to the call to adventure. Who follows? This makes sense. And so I find that to be really fascinating. When you really look at it, it's a feminine principle, right? And you look at all the greats, they were influenced by the feminine. The feminine is the emotion. The feminine is the intuition. And it's not that you have to be a woman to have that. We all have that. But because you're so used to structure, you think that the feminine or the intuition is a threat. But it is a threat to the structure that you don't even fucking want. See, there's always one. (laughs) There's always one. The sirens, yes, that's right. So if you're looking for the one example to prove it wrong, check yourself, because there's truth in what I'm saying, okay? And I could probably go back and forth on the metaphor and say, you know what, but the sirens were a lesson in being shipwrecked, and it was also a lot more fun. I mean, we we can totally go and have a circular argument around it. The idea is pick up what I'm, and feel what I'm saying, which is you are in a structure that you despise, and wherever you're stuck. It's a routine. But when you start to trust something internally, it's something that we're not used to trusting necessarily, right? This is like the force in Star Wars, feminine principle, all that sort of mysterious type of stuff that we hear about, right? Magic, all the type of stuff that's ever changing. It's all feminine principle. And so you have to understand that you will be supported financially when you live your purpose, because what the fuck do you think is telling you to do it? Think about that. Like your higher wisdom, your intuition, whatever you want to call it, is nudging you in that direction. I personally believe that life will support you in your purpose because that's why life made you. Like life will support what supports life. And so that's the name of the game. So if you're thinking I can't support myself financially in the way that you have been doing, that's correct. But do you want to keep doing it that way? Come on, guys, yes or no? No fucking way. So you're right, bless you. You can't do it the way you've been doing, but there's more abundant ways, okay? And that's what we're going to be talking about. So abundance, financial or otherwise, is not the purpose of your life. Abundance in all forms comes when you live your purpose. So if you're looking at the abundance in your life and it's not there, yes, pray for it. Yes, do your kundalini yoga for it. But 1% meditation and 99% implementation, right? Like you've meditated enough, (laughs) right? Do something that's fucking scary, right? Every fucking day. That's the name of the game. So if you're not experiencing abundance, it's because there's a lack of purpose. And I think this is a global crisis. I think it's global. I think that all of the problems we're seeing in the world today is because we inherently have forgotten our nature and our purpose. And we think we're separate. And we look externally for power versus the internal reference. So this is a really big, important thing to understand. So my question for you is, are you ready? Come on, y'all. Are you ready? Yes or no? Are you ready? Yes or no? 
then look left and right and say, I'm ready. Hey, it's Mastin Kip, and this episode of the Power and Purpose podcast is brought to you by my own event. Claim Your Power Live, which is coming up July 12th to 15th. And uh, Claim Your Power Live, if you're not familiar with it, you can check it out at claimyourpowerlive.com. And really, this is a four-day immersion. It's not really just an educational seminar. It's really a trauma-hacking immersion. And if you want to go to the next level in your performance, if you want to take you know, the things that are blocking you and really go to the next level get beyond them, to go beyond just reading about stuff or wishing about stuff or talking about stuff, but really implementing it, getting the results, having the experience, meeting a soul tribe of people in an environment of transformation, of possibility, of excitement. That's what Claim Your Power Live is all about. It's a four-day immersion experience. This year, it's going to be in Orlando, Florida. Super stoked. We're going to be at the Hilton Orlando. They have a lazy river. They have a big pool. They have awesome rooms. I was just down there a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it's really an amazing spot. So Claim Your Power Live is coming up July 12th to 15th, claimyourpowerlive.com. All right, and I hope you enjoyed the Power and Purpose podcast today. We'll see you soon. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.